everyone and welcome back to the Game Mindset Match podcast. I'm your host Neve, and I am really excited to be starting off this new year with a brand new episode in our Real Review series. Now I know in the last episode I talked about how we hadn't done it for a while so I wanted to start off 2023 by bringing it back again. And you might have already seen on my Instagram, but today I am really excited to be talking about Breakpoint, the tennis docuseries that launched on Netflix earlier this month. And you might have probably been thinking that, Neve, you're definitely going to do something about this, and you are definitely right. So let me just go through the structure of this episode a bit, just so that you guys know what's going to be coming up. So basically, this series has been split into two parts. The first batch of five episodes came at the beginning of this month, and the second batch of five episodes is going to come later in the year. So I've watched all of it, and I want to go through each one and explain the major mental takeaway that I saw from each episode and explain why it's so important for me to think about, but also why it's so important for all of you to hear and think about as well. So I'm not going to try and spoil anything for those who haven't watched it yet, but what I simply want to do is just really have a deep dive into those significant lessons that you can keep an eye out for when you go and watch it. Without further ado, let's start with episode one, which was The Maverick. So this episode followed Nick Kyrgios. It followed him and then also a bit of his doubles partner, Thanasis Kokonakis. So the context of it was this was happening in the Australian Open, As many of you know, Nick and Kokonakis won the doubles there, and this was when Kyrgios hadn't played tennis for a while because of COVID and the pandemic and Australia's lockdown protocols. So the mental lesson that I took away from this episode was something that Kyrgios talked about when he was discussing the way he approaches his tennis game. And he asked, why put pressure on yourself when you can just enjoy what you're doing? And I thought that this was very similar to one of the goals that I said for my last episode about my resolutions for this year, which was using my match comfort to go out there and enjoy myself when I'm playing. And actually, I did mention about being inspired by Nick and his mindset to to watch this episode and hear him talk about the way that he thinks and the way that he comes onto the court and the mindset that he has really struck with me because that's something that I'm aiming to do this year as well. And This same idea, this idea of why would you put pressure on yourself when there's so much to enjoy about what you're doing, it's true for everybody. You know, whether you're in school or you're at work, why would you ruin that experience by mounting extreme pressure on yourself, on the situation, on the task, when you can simply take a step back and enjoy and cherish the time you have in that situation? So overall, the idea of the pressure And really living in the moment was what stuck with me from that episode one. And now we move on to episode two, which is Take the Crown. And this episode follows Matteo Berrettini and then obviously follows Isla Tomjanovic because um, they were a couple at the time they filmed this. So we're also still in the Australian Open. And when we're following Matteo, it's after he lost the Wimbledon final to Djokovic and he's still trying to get that first Grand Slam under his belt. And for Isla, she's a player who has started to find her footing and momentum and was starting to climb up through the rankings after having a bit of a bumpy ride throughout her career. And so a lot of this was about that mental side of how you handle 
what's going on and what you're expected to do and what's been happening in the prior tournaments and how to bring that all together so you can keep pushing forward. Berrettini actually had to face the up-and-coming Carlos Alcaraz in the Australian Open, which he did admit that he was quite nervous about more than he would have expected. And one thing that he said is that when you're playing, you need to find a balance between your fear and the will you have to keep pushing and to play at your best. He admitted that it's good to feel scared and nervous because it shows that you care and it shows that you want to do well. But in the end, your determination to be the better player, to get the win, to get the extra ball back, has to win. And so for me, as I've spoken about since the beginning of the podcast, I do get scared when I have to play because I get nervous and I want to win so badly that it ended up hurting me. And that's something that I worked on last year a lot with managing that anxiety. And I think that I've come to a place now where I have those two balanced. And so now it's time to figure out how to push that willpower and that drive even further. And I think that this is the same whenever people go into a situation that causes their hearts to race, causes the adrenaline to start pumping really quickly. It can be tests, it can be job interviews, it can be other types of competitions, sports and other activities. And I feel that when people go into those types of situations, they can only focus on the nerves and they forget about the tenacity and the grit they have within them because it's being suppressed by those other feelings and those other emotions. But we just have to learn how to manage that and how to balance that because we need to make sure that the nerves don't overwhelm us and they don't begin to control us. So we move on to episode three, which we go to the other side of the world and we're in California for the episode California Dreaming. This episode follows the American Taylor Fritz and the Greek Maria Sakkari. And this was happening at Indian Wells, which people call the fifth slam um, because it's a major turning point on the tour. If you win Indian Wells, it can completely change your career. It was really interesting for me to listen to the coach of Fritz, Paul Anacone, and his coaching philosophy with all of his players. He's coached Pete Sampras. He's coached Roger Federer. He had a short stint with Sloane Stephens before moving on to coaching Taylor Fritz. And he talked about how there are three aspects that need to be aligned when you're playing tennis. You need to have your physical skills and your strength. You need to have the heart, which is that unconditional competing no matter what's happening. And you need to have your head. You need to have the ability to process what is happening around you without letting the emotions overwhelm you. And he talked about how we need to get all of these three categories working together, especially in those important moments, or else you are bound to fail. So when I was listening to Anacone talk about this, I know that I have the ability to control and manage each and every one of these aspects because I've practiced it, because I've worked on it, for the past year, but I need to make sure that I can focus on aligning those different categories and that's when I'm going to get my best results. In a match, I need to make sure I keep my physicality high, I need to keep my heart in the match to make sure I never give up, and I also need to keep my head in the right space, which is what I've been working on with the routines that I have, with managing my anxiety, and all of those different things I've been working on with my psychologist. This philosophy, I can apply to tennis, but 
I can apply it to everything else and, and so can you because it can be put to any task that we do. And I'm going to relate it to something that might seem a bit absurd for the context and when we're talking about tennis documentary, but I'm just going to roll with it. So I always think about doing the dishes. My parents tell me when I'm lying on the couch, Neve, you have to go and do the dishes. I never want to do it, never want to do it. And they can testify to that. But the thing is, is that I have the physical skills to put the dishes in the dishwasher. I know how to process the demand and I understand the steps, but I never have the heart to do it. I never want to do it. And that's why doing the dishes is such a drag for me. But if I could change my outlook and my energy, then maybe doing the dishes wouldn't be so bad. And so these three steps can be applied to anything as small as doing the dishes, to anything as big as competing in the finals of an Indian Wells tournament. It's just something that we all need to think about in order to make sure that we're getting the best out of everything that we do. So let's move on to episode four, which is called Great Expectations. So this episode followed Paula Bedosa from Spain and Ange Jabor from Tunisia. And this episode followed them during the Madrid Open, which Bedosa was supposed to be the hometown favorite. And Jabor was still looking for that big win to set her apart from just everybody else in the rankings. So the mental lesson that I really appreciated from this episode was when Paola Bedosa started talking about her mental health and said that people don't like to talk about their mental health and their mindset because they fear that it'll make them seem weak. But in fact, the opposite is true. You might already know why I hope to to talk about this because what Bedosa is suggesting here is exactly what I'm doing with this podcast. I'm using this platform to speak about the issues and the struggles that I have in the hopes of not only helping others, helping you all the listeners, but also making myself stronger during the process. And I speak a lot about my personal mindset, my journey, my mental strengthening, everything that I do with my psychologists and coaches to make sure that I process that information and can continue working on it but also so that you guys have another resource to work on it for yourself. And this is the same for athletes. This is the same for non-athletes. No one should feel ashamed of seeking help or discussing any mental health troubles. Think about it this way. If you go and break your leg, the natural reaction is to go to the hospital and get surgery. Everybody knows that. That's what we're taught. That's what we're told. It's socially accepted. But if you struggle with anxiety and depression, the natural reaction should be to speak with a mental health professional, to get help, to make sure that you can put your mind back in the right place. But so many people avoid that because of the stigma around it. And if we can start learning to forget about that and start looking at people like Bedosa, who as an athlete doesn't have to talk about their mental health struggles, but is choosing to in the hopes of helping other people, we can finally start to see some progress in the area. And lastly, we have episode five, which is titled King of Clay. And this episode follows two players, Canada's Felix Ogier-Aliassime and Norway's Casper Rood. So this episode followed the two players during the French Open, 
where Felix was looking to get past the first round for his very first time. And Casper was looking to make a deep run in a Grand Slam, which he had never done before. When I was watching this episode, there was one mental lesson that really stuck out to me. And that was something that Felix was saying as he was getting ready for one of his matches, which was basically along the lines of, you have to believe that you can beat the best to be the best. And I know this is said many, many times, but I don't think people truly understand it and truly embrace it because many times people will shy away from those challenges or just prematurely accept defeat. And to apply this to my own tennis, this lesson that Felix is talking about is simply self-confidence. So when I go into my own matches, I need to believe in my talent. I need to believe in my abilities. I need to believe that I am the better player in order to push myself in matches where I'm playing against tougher opponents. I cannot accept that I'm going to lose just because I'm the underdog. If anything, I need to be more determined, more driven, have more confidence in myself to be able to go out there and put on a good performance and really challenge these tougher tougher players. And this is just a good lesson for life in general. How can you become the best version of yourself if you don't believe you already have what it takes? If you can't trust yourself and have that self-confidence, you're never going to make it to the top. But if you do, you can work on progressing and climbing and eventually you will become the best person that you can possibly be. And even though this is talking about tennis and talking about competitive matches, it's something that everybody can apply to their lives in general. So that's my recap for all of the episodes that have been dropped. I wanted to just give you an overall review on it. So let me first talk to my avid tennis fans who are listening. If you watch this show, it may seem like a bit of a recap of the events that took place during the season, but I would still definitely recommend watching it because there are so many more mental takeaways that are really important and vital for you to know and understand to continue pushing your game to continue pushing your level and make sure that you're ready for whatever competitive matches are coming down the line for you. And if you don't watch tennis, then I would absolutely recommend watching this as it not only follows the season and gives you a closer look at certain players, but it can give you that behind the scenes information and knowledge about the mindsets, about what players think, about how players get ready for their matches that you might not have known about otherwise. So overall, I would say, please go watch Breakpoint. It's a really interesting show. Uh, It's got a lot to talk about and a lot of stuff that you can learn. And I wanted to let you know that my next episode will be coming in February. Um, I'm playing in a lot of tournaments right now, which are my first tournaments back from the second injury of 2022. So super excited to recap those when I talk to you all next. Again, please make sure to subscribe and follow uh, the podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any major podcast platform. You can also follow us on Instagram at game underscore mindset underscore match. Thank you all again for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this second Real Reviews episode, and I hope to see you all soon. Have a great day.